Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my cup of coffee, my Dunkin' Hazelnut, and I hope that you are enjoying a cup of whatever you are drinking this morning. God bless you, and thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where we celebrate the freedom that we already have in Jesus Christ. If the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. And now how this applies to every area of our lives. Again, thanks for joining us today. So I've called this episode Daily Bread. I think one of the most freeing things that we are invited to to live from is, is Christ as our life, is Christ as our source, not just an important thing, an important part of our life, but He being our life, and especially in the midst of challenges, of trials, of difficulties, which no one is immune to. No one is immune to that. And so I've been sharing about a a difficult trial that I was going through five plus years ago, a turning point moment for me, a car accident that happened that that uh, really was a was a was a opportunity for me to to make some choices and to live a different way. And God began to reveal himself as my life, to reveal how free I really was. And there were choices to be made. But I remember one of the greatest lifelines that came out of that, especially initially on, I think is true for for each of us that choose to to walk with the Lord, is this idea of God being enough to meet our needs daily. You know, I think so much of the issue, even if you're not going through necessarily a crisis, but especially then, uh, we're living in these two realities of being either focused on the past and what's happened to us, we're focused on that event, uh, or or something that, that's happened to us, or just whatever was said to us or done to us or whatever, so we're, st- we're kind of stuck in the past, or we're looking to the future. Uh, and we're we're so what that does though is it robs us from being fully present in in the present, and realizing that God is fully present with us in the present. So, in the past, we may focus on well, God sure wasn't happy with me then, or wasn't with me there. Or where were you, God, when that happened? Or in the future, boy, if I start doing these things right, or if I get my get my act together, well, then maybe God will be pleased with me. And what it does though is also it robs us of the day-to-day moments of being fully present and realizing and realizing Christ as our life and Christ as our source to meet our needs in the daily, especially when we're dealing with a crisis. And so one of the things that came out, one of the greatest ways of experiencing his freedom was just this daily kind of prayer that I would begin to say, which, Lord, give me today my daily bread. My daily bread, provide for my needs today. Do I have what I need today, Lord? And, and, and so I think that's where the focus began because I was so focused on all the things that were going wrong in my life, even three years building up to that, to this kind of midlife crisis point, and focusing on just wanting everything to get something to happen, circumstances to change. And the reality was, is what if God's supplying my needs here today in the moment, Yes, the physical needs, absolutely the emotional and mental needs, and also the spiritual need. He's already given me every spiritual blessing. But because I was focused on things, I was stressed and worried about things that I could not control. 
then uh, I, it was it was robbing me of being able to walk with the Lord even in the midst of those difficult challenges. And that's what I want to talk about today because I think that's a reality for most people, for most for, for Christians, because we we do get stuck in the past. We get stuck in the past or we get focused on the future. And I don't think either one of those things necessarily are wrong per se. It's not wrong to look forward to something. It's not wrong to think to to to, to look ahead. It's not even necessarily wrong to look at the past if we're, if we're looking at it from the perspective of not dwelling on what happened or dwelling on uh, you know those kind of things or the lying beliefs that come out of the past as opposed to uh, learning from it am I am I wiser from what happened what has God taught me through that experience that's where the wisdom comes that's where freedom comes and so this this kind of daily prayer would just kind of wake up and say this because I there was still a period of time that I was transitioning into things that, boy, uh, I, there was no way that I was going to be able to see that my needs were going to be met and my family's needs. It just wasn't going to happen in, in my own power for a period of time. And so what it did, though, was it, it, I look back now and it's like, man, God, you did that. God, you did that. You provided, you provided in ways I wasn't even able to see. And so he was inviting me to, to take hold of that, to take hold of him as my life, to see his enoughness in the midst of what I thought I was lacking, that he was more than enough, that he was more than sufficient in the midst of challenges. I, I want That's the invitation for you as well, whatever you're going through today, whatever you're dealing with, whatever struggle, whether it be relationally, financially, health-wise, uh, addiction-wise, whatever that is, that his enoughness is more than enough and whatever you think you lack. And, and I wanted to share this scripture because this is, uh, this is uh, Matthew chapter 6, and Jesus is talking about worry. And I think these words, we've heard these words before, but they, they super-duper they super apply <laughs> to, to trials because what do we do a lot of the times is we're worried because we think we're lacking something, our security maybe has been threatened. Talk about me. Yeah, my security was threatened. In the midst of a car accident, you're totally... Uh, shaken up, and you're totally uh, you're found. The foundation of security is absolutely rocked, and so there is worry. And so here's Jesus's words in Matthew six. I'm going to skim over most of this here, but it says, "Therefore I," t-, starting in verse twenty five. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? <laughs> yeah, and why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Is that it? If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Boy, isn't that the truth? Isn't that been kind of put in front of us 
over these last few years. But I want you to notice there is the, the couple of things that, that strike me in that is, number one, verse 27, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? You know, as Jesus' words, right, we, we spend so much time on the worry, on the focus, and it doesn't add anything to us other than more stress, more frustration, more, of, the, of course I was worried, worried about all kinds of things at the moment. But again, God, give me today my daily bread. And then he goes in and talks. He's, he's saying the birds, the, look at the birds, they have food to eat. Will I not feed you? The lilies of the field have, look at how they're, look how beautiful they are. Look how dressed they are. Will I not clothe you? So don't worry about these things, what we shall eat or drink. And I know that verse 33, a lot of people use this verse too, but, so, but seek first his kingdom. And in some ways we have already done that. That's a, a salvation verse. The kingdom lives in us. We have his righteousness in us. That's an identity piece. We have that. But we can still choose to walk in other ways and worry. We can still choose to walk after the flesh. We can still choose to be consumed by the past or the future. And then he says this, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. And this is the other thing that jumps out at me, is each day has enough trouble of its own. So each day has enough trouble. It brings me to Jesus' other uh, uh, verse where he says, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. So what is our step of faith today? What is our choice of living as Christ as, as our life? It's, Lord, you've overcome the world. I'm going to take heart. I'm dealing with this. I've gone through this car accident. I'm going to take heart. He's provide, He's going to provide. He promises to provide for our needs. And, and these are the opportunities where, we, where this builds our confident hope. It builds our trust. It builds our awareness of him as our life and that we're really not in control of a whole lot other than our response, other than our attitude and responses in certain situations. That's what we are in control of. And the Spirit is guiding and leading and showing us even in that and teaching us and counseling us. And so out of that prayer, the Lord was counseling me in all these things. Man, I'm going to provide for your needs. Will you trust me? And so in the midst of this, in the midst of struggling, in the midst of suffering, uh, it, it, God doesn't call any of that good. But the invitation is he will provide your daily bread. You know, I think of scripture, the other scriptures where Jesus talks about him being the bread of life, capital L life, eat of me and you will never go hungry. We have the bread of life living in us. That is what we have available to us every day. We really don't have to go hungry from a spiritual standpoint in our souls because we have the living God living in us. We are not God, but he is joined to our spirit. And so we are invited to partake of the divine nature which lives in us. We can eat of him and drink of him, which is what he tells the woman at the well, right? Eat of, drink of me and you'll never thirst again. Eat of me and you'll never hunger again. That's the daily bread. His daily bread is his life in us. And that is one of the most freeing things that we can come to know. We can come to know his sufficiency, his enoughness in, the, in whatever circumstances. It's not about the circumstances that are supposed to get all the way we want them to, to, to go and to get. It's about his enoughness, his life in us, his daily bread that is in us, that we can still enjoy and feast on and live from 
That is our, that's what he's feeding with, this, with us. That's what he's feeding to us every day. And sure, we can go and still choose to eat what we think is in our power and go and choose to eat what the world's offering or what the enemy's offering or what the lying beliefs are offering or what the flesh is offering. And we still do that. But the invitation is that we're not lacking anything in the midst of the trial. That God promises, this is, I'm going to take care of your physical needs, but more importantly, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm here, I'm present with you. He was, he was, this was being taught to, to individuals that still did not have the Spirit of God living in them. He was, he, so in some way, in not some ways, in a lot of ways, we are better off than they are because we have the Spirit of God in union with our spirit. His fullness is living in us. We are complete in Him. And now, it's not even, God, give me today my daily bread, which I did say that. It's, Lord, let me eat from you daily. So it's even, it's the, the, the prayer is, is both of those. And it doesn't mean it's wrong to pray for God to provide for your needs or God, you know, absolutely, He already knows what you need. He already knows that you're, that you're going to, you know, you're, you're in financial difficulty. He already knows the health issues. He already knows the relational issues. He already knows the, the parenting issues. He already knows all those things. But eat of me and you'll never hunger again. So it cuts to the core of how, we, how our, our dependence is, is built into, how our, how our trust is built up, how our, what our confidence is being put in. And so we, we come to this realization that Christ is our source. Christ is our life. He's the, he's the source of meeting all of our needs. And, and in the midst of trial, isn't that, isn't that what we most want to know? Isn't that most what we want to know and believe and trust that he is meeting all of those needs? Even, even things that we cannot see, even things that we aren't understanding. In the moment, it was, it was still very confusing for me. But that was that was um, still reality then, as it is now. Is that Christ was my life? Christ was in me. He was going to provide my needs. So maybe that's what you need today. Maybe today you you're not lacking anything in Christ, but you just your focus is either on the past. Maybe it's even worried about today, the present, or focused on the future. I just can't wait till things get this way, or things get better, or things slow down. What if the invitation today is? Eat of me, and you'll never hunger. Give me today my daily bread, because, Lord, you are my daily bread. You are my source of everything I need today. And whatever I think I lack circumstantially, God, you are more than enough. Your grace is more than enough. You are more than sufficient in whatever this is I'm dealing with today. So I trust you, Lord. I depend on you I'm breaking free from my dependence on any other thing getting right. That's where true freedom comes, is breaking our dependence on anything and everyone else, anything and anyone else outside of the sufficiency of Christ in us. And so that's your, that's your freedom today. Your freedom is to take hold of that, to, to focus on that, to fix your eyes, to understand that God's providing when you can't see it, when you don't know it, when you're not feeling it, when you're still hurting and you're still confused and there's still lying beliefs that are there, God's enough. 
He is the bread of life, and His life is in you. So brother and sister, friend, today, hear those words. Hear those words that, that don't worry about tomorrow because my life is in you. Don't, to, uh, yes, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. You are an overcomer because Christ is in you and you are in him. And if that's your daily prayer today, I know I am confident that he will answer that. God, give me today my daily bread. Because He is your bread, He is your life, and He lives in you. And I tell you, the freedom that produces, the, 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 the calmness that produces, the rest that produces, the peace that produces, when we just, it's, God, you got this. I don't see a way of even moving forward. I may not even see a way of getting out of bed today. I'm, I'm busy, I'm overwhelmed. I'm frustrated. All these things are piling up. And yet, in the midst of that, you are more than enough. You are my life. You are my source. That's freedom. That's rest. That's, that's peace. And that's what we're invited to, and no matter what circumstantially is in front of us. It doesn't mean the circumstances are not real and don't hurt and are not valid. But he's still your life. He's no less your life in the midst of whatever hardship you're going through than he is when things are going well. He's your life through all of it. And that is freedom. Embrace that today. Walk in that today. Enjoy that today because that is yours as a gift. All of that is by a gift of his grace to you. And says, here it is. Open it up today. Eat of me. Drink of me. Because he's giving you your daily bread. Because he is that. He is that. Well, I hope this encourages you today. Please reach out to us. We're so grateful that you joined us on the podcast. Uh, we do offer one-on-one coaching. Uh, if you are looking to walk your own journey to freedom, we do that on a daily basis. We also have a new men's group that is starting. If you'd like to uh, more information about this men's group that uh, meets once a week for an hour, uh, it can be all done online. If you're interested in that, please reach out to, to us. Send us an email in the description, and we'd love for you to join us in those and those things. So as we say here at the, on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.